This concludes our broadcast day. Good night, and God bless America. Rushmore, and I've only seen a couple of his other films. Um, I can't even, I don't even, I'm not very familiar. I mean, that's the answer, but I've seen a couple of them. I don't love it. Like, I don't know. I feel like uh, I didn't, I don't know. The reason I picked Rushmore was kind of like, I feel like Rushmore is in kind of the zeitgeist for, for like my age um, art artsy people as just like one of the first like relatable I don't know quirky art weirdos um not that I know what I'm talking about because I've never seen it but I just feel like that's like what people I don't know a lot of people relate to and so I have just always felt like a repulsion to watching it just because it seems it's just one of those things where it's like this is probably overrated and I, I won't like it and it's better just existing in my head or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's funny you say that because actually I've never seen Rushmore either. And I wasn't sure it, while I was reading your book if I should watch it before we talked. And I ultimately just decided not to since Joey hasn't seen it. Yeah. And I thought maybe I'd have a more objective view of like the way that she thinks about it that way. I went through that same process myself of like, should I watch this? I'm writing a whole book like around it. I should probably know what I'm like referencing at least. But but then yeah, I came to the same conclusion. I'm like, I just want it to be like a pure representation of of this person who's truly never seen it and isn't going to. Mm-hmm. I kind of love that you haven't seen it and Joey hasn't seen it. That's really cool to think about. Um, and I like the way that she like thinks about it as she's putting together this remake for her class project in the, in the book. It, it's, it's interesting what you said about like Wes Anderson too, because I remember when I was in college, there just all of a sudden was this moment where everybody I knew was like really into Wes Anderson. And yeah. I think maybe it's just because of what you're saying. Cause I, at the time I didn't really get why everybody was so into him, I guess. But I, I think uh, I was kind of like, everybody is interested in this thing. I kind of want to understand what it is. And maybe I'll just start from that instead of like seeing if I organically connect to it. Right. So I was wondering, like, why do you think it is that maybe that age group, like college students or just like young people in general, artistic young people in general might connect to Wes Anderson movies? I mean, I feel like he's doing something really different. I, I do think like, I get it. I get like, he's got like, extremely styled looks to his films and they're really from a unique like a unique to him perspective I think I mean I'm I also again haven't seen many of his movies going off like what I know from pop culture and the couple of movies I've seen which I don't even remember what they were but 
um, I, I feel like I get it. Like, I feel like it's like this kind of thing that other, um, other movie producer people aren't doing very much of like this, um, point of view that's really unique to him. So I think that's probably it. Like people are just excited by, by something really different and something that looks very manicured and stylized. It, it does kind of feel like there's maybe like four or five like really big directors that get a broad release that even if I'm not like super into their work, I'll still probably go see it just for that reason that it's a little different than what's Yeah, happening. yeah. Um, so one thing about the book that I really liked was that it was just so contained to like Joey and her experiences there were broader themes that I could read into the book, but I, I didn't feel like it was trying to draw in other things outside of this character's experience. And I was just wondering what made you want to write that particular kind of novel that was so concentrated on this one person. Mm -hmm. That's kind of my natural way of writing. I, I feel like the strong character driven novels are what I like, what I'm drawn to doing. And, and just like getting really introspective into this character that I'm creating. And that just that just feels really exciting to me to like really get to know a character and just be sort of like claustrophobically within their world for the duration of like while I'm working on it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. This is your first novel, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I've written... I had a novella and um, a collection of essays and um, so, and then some like, I don't know, freeform poetry sort of short story-ish stuff. So Yeah. I mean, was there a, a moment when you realized that you wanted to do a novel or I guess I'm wondering like since there's parts of it that have like po parts of the book that are poetry, um, did it start as a novel or like how did that kind of come to be? When I started, I thought it would be a novella or um, I was even playing around with the idea of doing a graphic novel. And I, th I was, I've always been sort of like disinterested in writing a novel or I guess maybe scared or something or like, I just thought I didn't want to take on such a huge project. Um... And I really like working on short pieces that, you know, just cut straight to the point. <laughs> like, so I don't know. Yeah, I think I put off thinking about it as a novel for a long time, even though I probably sort of knew that's where it was going because of all the things I was bringing into it. And there's just no way it could have been a novella. Um, so... I don't know. I th I think it was maybe a year into working on it that I decided to think of it as a novel and work on it from that place rather than, um, yeah, but you know, it started to like thinking of it as a, as like an art journal or like sketchbook kind of thing. And so it retained sort of that quality, which I was thinking about the whole time of like, I want it to be sort of like, it's not a diary, but I want it to feel sort of like you're that close with her. And it's, it's almost as if like you're writing the notes on the pages. Yeah. Yeah. And I really like how there's extra 
things included in the book, like the Google searches that she's doing mm-hmm. and the um, like the, the notes. I'm assuming that they're her notes that she's writing, like these messages that are in between yeah. chapters. Yeah. How did you uh, decide to put that stuff in there? The writing itself was always part of the book. You know, I, I just had included like these short pages um, and then at the very end of editing with Soft Skull and, and my editor, Kendall Story, um, I just thought, you know, I was thinking about um, just all these little pieces and how to make, I don't know, how to make it feel more like retaining that sketchbook quality. So I wanted to write handwrite some of those shorter pages and then I like reformatted the internet searches and um craigslist posts and things to to look more like internet-y mm-hmm. um and that all happened right at the end when like that was one of the last things i asked if i could do and and did and um yeah it was it was kind of a cool thing because that was like one of my first notions about the book was that it would feel like kind of raw and messy mm-hmm. and then it kind of got cleaned up over the course of editing it and then I brought it back in at the end just like a little bit more yeah yeah I mean it's a really satisfying book to read because the chapters are are so short and like self-contained but then it's a pretty decent sized book I mean I want to say it's is it like I don't remember how many pages yeah around 300 right something like that yeah yeah so when when you realized it was going to be a novel did that change the way that you were working on it at all yeah, well, I had been trying to limit my myself with all the things I was bringing in. Like, there is the world is kind of like a lot. There's a lot going on in this book. I feel like um, she's got her school stuff and her Rushmore project and her friend situation and all the tension there between her and her like way more privileged close friends. And then she has her family chaos and her sister going missing and she's like short on money like it's just like a lot so I think like thinking of it as a novel allowed me to just kind of freely explore all those things and not limit my limit my understanding of or limit how much of that I could include yeah and I just yeah I just felt like it kind of opened me up to to delve into all these different topics even more mm-hmm. yeah you know it's like interesting that you say that because when i was reading it it, it felt very uh contained to to joey in her life but as you just mentioned there's a lot of stuff going on with her but i guess i didn't really like have that experience when i was reading it like it didn't feel that i was overwhelmed with like things that were going on or things to remember it all just felt very natural that you know, on one page I would read about Joey struggling to think about her film project. And then on the next page I'd read about her guilt over being in art school because of the problems that her sister is having. Um, yeah. I mean, was that kind of like hard to navigate or did you, like, how did you move between those different pieces of what's going on with her? I mean, that that feels like realism to me. That feels like how everyone's life is it's it's kind of like these compartmentalized issues and you're just kind of like moving through them like oh I'm gonna think about 
the my you know my financial situation for a couple hours and work really hard to make money or whatever and then I have to deal with this you know um I don't know my kids having a crisis or like um think about that that's the most important thing for a while and I, I feel like most people move through these different big issues sort of naturally all throughout the day and that feels like the truest representation of life to me is just like including all of that and and being okay with like like one thing I was thinking about a lot while writing too was was just how to balance such a thing as like an art project in in an undergraduate degree um how to balance the importance of that with your sister going missing and she might be dead and her kid is left behind like obviously that one of those is um more important <laughs> but like but like to to joey she has to figure out what the balance is for her because it's more complicated than that and it's you know her whole life kind of in this one semester is like her life path is chosen sort of mm -hmm. yeah you know the 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 way that she kind of like has this guilt over what's going on with her mother and her sister and at the same time is <clears throat> you know i think rightly so like reminding herself that what she's doing is important and that she's not doing anything wrong like that that tension between those different parts of her life felt so realistic to me and just like I, I, you know, it felt really accurate to how I think a lot of creative people probably feel most of the time in that, you know, you're trying to work on this one thing or you're trying to like pursue this uh, part of your life, this creative ambition. But then there's also like what feels like the real world is kind of like encroaching on it. Um, did that did that kind of like just come out? into the story like as you were writing or was that kind of important to you to to include when you first came up with the idea that was definitely part of the conception of the idea for sure like just being an art maker of any kind I feel like you go through that constantly like what am I doing why am I spending so much time doing this it's it feels so selfish and um pointless sometimes yeah. and I'm yeah, I was really interested in exploring that idea. And it was and it also made me think more about it as I went through this project of like my own experience with it as I was working on this book. Like why am I, you know, I spent 5 years on this. Like like who has that kind of time? It's so crazy to to pursue something like novel writing when there's just so many more important things going on in 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 so many different like spheres like personally and in my family and in the world and in like, you know, politics and like the climate i'm like whatever i don't know it's crazy <laughs> i was talking to a, a writing professor of mine that i was working with a, a couple years ago and like i was just telling her like how i felt bad for working on fiction when there was like all these things going on and i just remember like listing all of them like you know pandemic politics climate change like all these different things yeah. and uh yeah i mean i guess like for me that's what made what joey goes through feel so realistic because you know even though she's not necessarily talking about like those specific things like there's 
her family life. There's like her financial situation, her relationship with her friends. Like, um, you can really feel like the nuance of of her thoughts. So yeah, I thought I thought that was like a really compelling piece of the novel. Thank you. Yeah, that's something I worked really hard on. So <laughs> good to hear that it's working. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel, yeah, I've gotten a lot of response to that, too, and I, I feel like it's something that's universally dealt with, and it's, it's all, I mean, I also wanted to convey that it is important to let yourself do what you think is good for you, or, like, what you want to do, even if you don't understand it, like, I think Joey, I personally think Joey should be at art school and is, is, should be doing what she's doing. And um, even though her art sucks, like, I think that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, something that I felt when I was reading the book, um, which doesn't always happen to me when I read, like, such close perspectives of characters, is, like, I never was angry at her for the choices that she was making, what she was doing. I always felt like she was justified. I always could see, like, where she was coming from. So I felt like that was... For me, that was kind of like unique in my reading experience that I never actually thought she was in the wrong, I guess. Oh, weird. That's cool. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I I, I kind of tried to treat all the characters with like a level of grace and understanding. I, Even the characters who do the most wrong, I, I feel compassionate toward them and I wanted to convey that, you know, they have they all have reasons for their choices and they're all doing what they can i don't think any of them are truly mean or evil well yeah i mean there's all these like little um insights that joey has about other people like when she's thinking about her sister and she's been frustrated with her for the whole book and then she says that she never thought about the fact that she may have been in love with lucas was it his name is lucas mm-hmm. okay oh yeah her i i think so yeah her baby daddy yeah yeah, yeah. Her baby daddy. yeah i thought that was just such a powerful moment of like really seeing another person even though uh they've like grown up together um and i was kind of wanting to ask you about that because to like to me like when i'm when i'm writing i feel like those moments where i i genuinely find something real uh, that only I can see are so rare. And I was just wondering, like, you know, how did you know when you'd found something that was, like, an insight that Joey has that was, like, authentic and kind of unique? Does that make sense? Um, I don't know. I feel like you're asking, like, about editing, kind of? Yeah, sort of. I mean, I, to be honest, I don't really know <laughs> I like wrote this out a couple different ways and was trying to figure out how to phrase it. But like, yeah, I guess I just felt like she had such novel insights throughout the book. And like, I think something that I think about a lot with writing is just like how to know if something that I feel is true, like an observation about the world that I feel is true, will feel true to someone else. Mm. And um, I just noticed so many of these moments with Joey that she had moments that really resonated with me. And I guess I just wondered how you, uh, how you, how you thought about that as you were writing. Yeah, I guess I don't concern myself a lot with what other people are going to connect with and just focus on 
like the profound moments I find. And so I don't remember writing that specifically, but I did a lot of like, um, like taking Joey's situation and like turning it around in my head as if it were mine or trying to relate it to something I've gone through. And so then just doing that will like, I will come to a moment like that where I'm like, oh, I never even thought about, I'm thinking so, like, Joey's thinking so much about her sister throughout this book, judging her, wondering why she does the way things she does and their relationship together. And then realizing that she hasn't even, like, considered her sister's perspective very much in, like, on, like, a really basic level. (laughs) I think I've definitely gone, I've definitely realized that about myself that I've done that to people or like I'm obsessing over them, but I can't see something so straightforward about them still. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I think that kind of thing is just, um, that kind of thing is profound to me. So I will include that or leave that in the editing process because it, it feels true and, and like something I haven't seen a lot of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, that seems like a better way to, to handle it to more, just notice your own insights and like things that feel true to you. I feel like it's the only way because you don't know what your readers expect or want or who they are really. So, or what they've read before. So you can only really appeal to yourself. And yeah, I think trying too hard to connect to some imaginary person will just fall flat usually. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And I mean, I think that, that's one of the strengths of the book especially is that like a lot of the things that joey realizes are very like individual things about herself but they feel like they kind of just transcend like the one person that we're reading about and it could be like a more universal thing yeah i think i i tried to relate myself to joey a lot i put a lot of myself into joey also so i mean i feel very connected to her but I also don't have her experiences so Mm -hmm. I was using my own to try to like get into her and to get into her mind and like yeah figure out how I how I would have thought about her situation had I been her at that age yeah yeah I mean I'm glad you said that because I was kind of wondering about um how much of yourself you put into Joey and I always kind of hate asking people that like yeah because I feel (laughs) Some you know it's always a mixture. I, I feel like you know sometimes the character is a lot of the writer, and sometimes it's just a completely you know fictional thing. But um, like one thing in particular that I was really curious about was if the university experiences were based on things that you've actually experienced, because they just reminded me so much of my own uh, college experience. Oh, cool. Yeah, some of them. I mean, I didn't want to do anything too literal. I didn't, you know, it's kind of a touchy thing because I didn't want to make fun of art students. Um, So I didn't want to, you know, put any of my, the memories I have of art school are, are all kind of like the ones that stand out or that I would have included are so cartoony. Like they stand out because they're just like, how, like, how was I in this place where this was happening and this was college? So I tried to, you know, make it unique to Joey so that I could sort of 
step out of it a little and, and see when it was being too cartoony or, you know, too, um, I don't know. It's, it's a weird place to write because people are very weird there and there's all kinds of characters and you, and I think you have to get that across in an art school. Like there's all kinds of different characters. It's just a really eclectic mix of people. Yeah. So that was a kind of balancing act and that was pro probably what I worried about most, like worried about the reader most of is like other art students or former art students like feeling like I was making a joke of it or like having a judgment about going to art school mm -hmm. well I mean to me it felt really nuanced because it, it did remind me of some of the more like outrageous things I encountered at art school but it also felt like you know more people have to feel this way who go to art school because there's so many moments where Joey's like, for instance, in a class and um, is like questioning the way they're being taught to think about art or like why we're learning this particular thing. And like, I just remember thinking that all the time, but it was like something that was hard to put into words or like maybe I was afraid to put into words necessarily. But did you feel like that, like in college that, you know, like, why are we learning this thing as opposed to this thing? Totally. Yeah. I felt really disengaged, honestly, from most of the, like, art history courses and things. I felt very, like, this doesn't apply. Like, I don't understand why we're talking about this. It feels like, I don't know. It just felt like it wasn't the way I thought about art. I wasn't trying to, like, learn about the artists. I don't know. I don't know. It made me feel like I shouldn't be there when I was there. It was like, I don't, I thought I liked art, but maybe I don't because I don't care what, like, what the context of the art is or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember kind of thinking like, I don't even know who a lot of these people are, but everybody else seems to know who they are. And like, I remember actually doing what I think Joey does in the book at one point where she just decides to like learn more about I don't remember if it's a, a film director or if it's like a musician but she decides to learn more about someone just because other people are into it mm -hmm. that felt so real to me yeah I remember doing that too like I I don't know who this is but I guess they like him so I'll, I'll just see what it's about yeah gotta start somewhere like <laughs> maybe this is the way in the scenes of Joey drawing also felt really moving and um to me, like at, the way that I read them as I was reading the, the novel uh, was that this was almost like maybe a more true calling for Joey as opposed to the uh, film project that she's working on. Right. She seems more herself when she's mm -hmm. doing these sketches, especially of her friends. Um, so I was wondering how you thought about that part of the story, like the, the drawings that she does. I think, you know... I think she went to, to school because she was good at drawing and liked to do it. So I think that's kind of her backbone as an artist is, is just drawing and sketching and, and being in her journal. And I think when, I think as an artist, when things feel too natural or easy, you can tend to think that it's useless or like, not good enough or 
you're you should be having to try harder or something. So I think she's I think that's part of what her struggle is is she doesn't see the value in in the in her main source of like artistic uh satisfaction. Like she can't she can't allow herself to just go for what she wants to do. She has to like create all this tension and and drama around like um understanding art from like ways that are too hard for her mm-hmm. or that aren't natural to her yeah yeah um did, did you feel that way at any point like maybe there was a different creative expression that you should be doing instead of writing yeah i i still feel that all the time and i definitely felt that in art school i i struggled to find my like i struggled to find like writing as an outlet like while i I was in art school trying all these different visual mediums like just never really connecting and then found writing and that and you know and but I still feel like I have other artistic interests and I struggle to like find value in them because they're not the thing I've been working on for years and years you know mm-hmm. like I just I feel compelled to explore different mediums and things but it's but it just feels so playful that I can't take it seriously yeah which I don't like about myself like I wish I could just feel like everything was equally valid because I believe it but it just doesn't feel like that when when I guess you just don't consider it as your art or something yeah totally I have a really hard time uh thinking about how like writing is just something that I do it's it's not actually what I am Mm -hmm. and like I know conceptually that that's true but to actually try to really understand that like I'm a husband I'm a friend I'm a son like there's something about it that really bothers me and so trying to do other things like even sometimes like podcasting or things like that it feels like it's almost not what I'm supposed to be doing because it's like a distraction or something yeah yeah totally yeah exactly i think yeah it's so it's so weird to even have that thought though of like am i a writer or is that just part of my life like it feels so weird to like break that apart that way because if you if you weren't a writer you'd be doing something else and that would be i don't know yeah totally yeah i mean I, I think about that all the time. I mean, I try to remind myself that people that have nothing to do with art are still living like full, meaningful lives. Um, that's so confusing, though. It is. It is. <laughs> like, it's, it, it does, right? Because, I mean, that's where I get so much meaning and, and like joy from. So for someone to not do that, just um, it's hard for me to comprehend. Yeah. It's so I think about that a lot, too. It's like, I don't know. I don't know how to change my mind about it. But, but I'm like, what are you doing? what what are you filling your time with what are you thinking about <laughs> not like yeah. you don't have like something rolling over in your head constantly like what are you doing with that energy seems just very confusing oh absolutely yeah and I guess I feel that way whenever I talk to somebody who's not working on a creative project or just like it doesn't doesn't do that kind of thing like maybe they just you know work at a school and then after work they watch Netflix and hang out with their spouse or their kids and that's their life i mean because they'll still you know 
tell me things that are really interesting and like introspective, but then they just don't do anything with it. And it, it just seems so strange to me. Um, I don't want yeah. to be judgmental about it, but it's, it's hard for me to, I, I guess I feel attention there. I, I don't know. Yeah. I think that's just kind of like, you can't relate. And so you're like, what, there's some kind of missing piece here or. Yeah. I don't know. It, it makes me think too about like in the book, um, you know, Joey's like working on this class project, which um, I guess we should say like for people who haven't read it yet, she's going to do a remake of Rushmore for this film class, but it's going to function as like a self-portrait in film. And I love the way that she just like was constantly reconceptualizing it in her mind and, and thinking about it and like, at times it was really funny because I remember, I, I mean, I know that I do this when it comes to like writing, like I, I'll just think, well, maybe it's this, maybe it's this. And I can make it so big in my mind or, you know, one minute it's going to be like the biggest thing ever. And then the next day it's going to be like, why would anyone ever engage with this? Yes. <laughs> so I, I, were you thinking about like uh, writing when you're doing that? Yeah, definitely. Every creative pursuit has, has the same kind of like ups and downs. I feel like where especially when you work on something for a long time. And I, I consider a semester a long time to work on something. Um, like you're going to have moments of like, this is the coolest. This is, I am a genius. Like, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to handle the fame from that I'm going to get from this. And then, yeah. And then you're like, what? Like, this doesn't even make a bit of sense. I need to start over or just come up with a new idea or I need to like get rid of everything I've already done because I need to go this different direction that I just thought of. Um, so yeah, I I wanted that to be like as true to my experience as I could, including all the the lows and highs and just the kind of procrastination that ha- like that happens when you're still constantly thinking about something. You're not actually putting it off. You're just not doing anything with your ideas Mm -hmm. because she's obsessing over the project and thinking about it constantly but it just never gets started yeah and i think i i mean i definitely experienced stuff like that too where i just think and think and think and and have like a full project in my head and i'm like okay now i need to get a single word on the page i don't have anything Yeah. (laughs) yeah yeah sometimes it makes me feel like an alien or something because like trying to explain to someone who doesn't do like for instance someone who's like never worked on a a long piece of writing like how many different ways I've thought about it how much I thought about it it feels like almost insane yeah so so seeing Joey like reconceptualize it so many times I felt like seen I guess (laughs) it was was, yeah yeah that's good to hear I mean kind of like go into writing a project we're like doing a project like this and I'm like well I'm, I'm guessing some other people do this. Like, I don't know for sure, but it yeah. seems like it must happen because it happens to me over and over. Yeah, for sure. It definitely made me feel a little less crazy. <laughs> Did it? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if it made me feel more crazy. I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. I mean, were you also kind of like thinking about the book in particular? Like when you're thinking about how she's thinking about the movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Definitely a great 
book to work on when I'm lost or stuck, you know? I could just explore that feeling of of not knowing the next step mm-hmm. and work on the book through that. Yeah, so this, this is another question that's kind of... Um, it's hard to, like, put it into words, but I felt this kind of, like, tension when I was reading the book between, I guess, like, a yearning for, like, real connection or intimacy that Joey's experiencing with people and with art and then a fear of it at the same time Uh, because we see these different moments where she'll express herself and then be like embarrassed or like wonder if what she said made sense and I was just wondering if that was like something that you were thinking much about when you were writing or if it just kind of came through naturally this like desire to connect definitely thinking about it a lot and I think Joey, Joey's childhood and her relationships with her friends in childhood and her family, I think, are, like, really inform her friendships in school. And I think she wants to feel connected, of course, like anyone would, but also has just had such toxic relationships that she feels like there will be some kind of... um repercussions for opening up or being herself or 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 yeah being honest Mm -hmm. about who she is so I think that's the tension there that I was definitely thinking about the whole time I wrote the book um because I find that very relatable too I I find it very hard to trust people and connect with people And it's an interesting thing to go through when other people are so important and you want connection so bad. And having, yeah, having a block up for yourself still. Yeah, totally. I mean, you know, I I had this moment towards the end of the book when um, Diane... Is her name? D- Diana, yeah. Diana, Diana. When uh, she mentions that she's turning 21, mm-hmm. where I was like, oh my God, these characters are so young. And I, I knew that, of course, because they're um, in an undergraduate program and, you know, we see how old they are. But, like, those feelings that you're describing, I mean, those feel, like, so relevant to just the way modern life is right now, I suppose. That, hmm. uh I guess it like it just kind of clicked for me that they're much younger than me. Right. <laughs> I read that part. Um, I mean, do you feel like that is something that maybe exists in art as well as just like interpersonal relationships right now? The need for a connection. Yeah, or like the um, like like a lack of of being able to connect directly with it because I felt sometimes that Joey was like wanting to connect with the art around her in a more direct way and then there's like you know layers between her and what she's trying to perceive right yeah I mean all art is about connecting right like as an artist you're trying to explore your something you know about something that's in in you trying to get it out and as someone who's like consuming art you're trying to get that from you're trying to get something from the art to connect you to the world and so the whole experience of 
of trying to be an artist is about trying to find connection and trying to understand what you even want to want to be or convey and that is totally wrapped up in in like just pers- the need for personal connection and the need to be understood and appreciated for what you are and the like terror that comes with that like prospect yeah i mean like one thing that i thought was especially relatable is like the constant anxiety ha- uh, uh, joey has around her friendship with Suze. Mm-hmm. um you know like there's moments where she'll say something and then be like well why why did i say that or like does that is she gonna think this or does she even want it i remember there's one part that i thought was really funny where she says like maybe they weren't actually friends and she was talking to someone behind her the whole time yeah that that, (laughs) um anxiety just felt like so real i guess i was just kind of curious to hear about like how you thought about that relationship and as you were writing well to joey sue's is like the ultimate person like i think from Joey's perspective, Suze just has all the resources she needs, is super smart, has, you know, artistic intention that she understands and can talk about, and is respected as a, as an artist, you know, even though she's just at the beginning of her career, she's getting jobs, she's showing work. Um, so to Joey, I like, that's all just very intimidating, and and she feels like she needs to live up to all of that rather rather than just accepting herself where she is she's at a different place in her career she doesn't have the resources Suze has she's going to have to work harder um but those things don't you know i think joey struggles with separating those things from the friendship itself and like i think they do have like a cool connection but the, but the anxiety that Joey has around Sue's, what Sue's has, just like kills the possibility of real connection because she just is too wrapped up in it. Yeah. You know, and can't be herself because she's so concerned with how she's appearing to Sue's or like afraid of showing her flaws or her shortcomings. Yeah, I mean, this is. This feels like a theme that I keep reading about lately. Finding another person that you like so respect and admire and like are glad to be around that there's this hard to understand feeling that you have towards them and like the the constant like worrying if if it's like reciprocated. Well, I think you want to be on an even level with someone you're friends with, you know, in some way. And I think you see that later when when Joey gets closer with Diana, who's also privileged and and has a lot more resources and and things than Joey. But for some reason, she's able to just not focus on that as much or just see Diana more as an equal and just allow the friendship to be that rather than a weird competition or like a weird like measurement object. Yeah, I kind of remember feeling that way a little bit in art school, too, because there were so many people there that. Uh, just had money, came for money, um, and had different opportunities, and it felt kind of like weird to talk about the ways in which our lives are different. 
very uncomfortable to, to talk about that with someone with a lot of resources. Like, I don't think that's really a conversation that many people want to have with, you know, it's just awkward. I don't know. But it's also not even just about money. It's, it's like the resources Sue's had growing up that allowed her to focus on art and, and be encouraged by her parents and, um, being given opportunities to just, you know, make art all summer or have a mentor or whatever that, that helped Sue's grow into a person that's just very confident and and knows what she's knows what she wants and knows what she's trying to do in art school and, and what she wants from it, which is just also very alienating to Joey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you definitely have a sense that like Sue's has a more concrete idea about like her place in the world and yeah. what she's still figuring that out. That felt yeah. super real to me too. I mean, I, I think that that is the experience of a lot of people in college when they're first meeting like new friends who come from different lives. But I don't think it's ever, like you said, something that people really talk about. Yeah. It's not, I don't know. I think you want, I think people want it to just go away or something or like pretend that we're all freshmen and we're all at the same level here. We're all starting, but it's not, it's not that way. But that's like, that's like every other part of culture too i mean everyone's at a different point in their lives like no matter what their age is mm -hmm. yeah yeah i also like you know kind of appreciated the nuance in that sometimes joey seems to reflect that maybe she's the one who's being unfair even though Sue's has these uh advantages that like maybe she's like expecting too much from her um yeah. Was that important to you to kind of balance to see like, you know, the the reality of Suze's life versus Joey's life, but then also like the expectations of her friendship? Yeah, for sure. Suze has no control over what Joey's life was and what she's gone through, especially because she won't tell her. So expecting Suze to to like step in and make things more equal or like um go to do the work to to make joey feel comfortable isn't fair to Suze. you know i think that's just one of the complicating things about privilege is is like what you do with it i guess and i don't i don't know i think Suze is is doing exactly what joey's doing she's just trying to fulfill her own need for creative satisfaction and, and figure out how she can do that in this world and there's nothing wrong with what Suze is doing so I think like when Joey recognizes that she's being unfair I think that's valid it, it never really felt like um I like that there was multiple angles to it I guess I, it never really felt like it was just that you know Joey was right and Suze was wrong it always felt like there was like layers of confusion between the both of them you could kind of see yeah. where they were both coming from yeah they're both just young girls like there's i don't i didn't want Suze to be any kind of villain like she's she's not like a rich asshole she's mm -hmm. a cool person it's just going up against these things that joey has just internalized as shame so it's just yeah. going to be hard definitely and again i mean i just felt like that was so realistic too that like to, to have somebody that 
you're just so happy that they're your friend and you Mm -hmm. don't want to like mess it up but you still want to i don't know like did where where did that idea come from i guess (laughs) (laughs) just (laughs) i don't know just having friends that i felt were cool probably just like i i uh I mean, I think that's probably something of myself that I put into Joey a lot of just like feeling insecure and and feeling like I want my friends to love me and I don't want to do anything to um, not make them not love me. But maybe that means I don't tell them things or I uh, like try to be more like them. Do you think that's also kind of normal for like a college age friendship it felt yeah. so like normal for for the, the moment that she's at in her life yeah i think it's i mean i would think that everyone going off to college would would be in that position of like okay i'm i'm gonna find my people now like i'm i you know grew up with a set of people that i was friends with because they were just close in proximity and that was that but like now i'm gonna go study something i really care about and all these people are there to do the same thing and i can really find people i can actually like form amazing friendships with and this is my moment and <laughs> like uh i that's so exciting and cool and um and yeah it's like you don't want to mess it up you you want yeah at that age especially i think you just want to fit in and you want to be accepted and that's super important at yeah 2021 20, we talked a little bit about like how you put a lot of yourself into joey and another part of the novel that i really liked a lot was how she'll have these moments where she starts to feel a little bit more um sure about what she connects to like there's this moment where she goes to the concert with benji i think and um like really loves the music and just has these like interesting insights about herself and like the way that she thinks about the world do you kind of remember what some of those first things were for you that you really felt like you connected with Mm. um i think like the things that stand out are when i started taking literature classes and and just started reading like borges and calvino and and like George Saunders and Kelly Link and and just like all like just amazing thing after amazing thing like that's what stands out to me of just like the world opening up and just like going to the bookstore and knowing exactly what section I wanted to go to to see what else was in this section or whatever like that I felt like those were the most meaningful like hard experiences I had at that age just like shit like I wish I could go back to that and just be that excited about and like and like just so much in such a short period of time. It's like like whoa, like these are all so different and so amazing and so inspiring. Yeah, yeah. I mean I kinda remember that kind of thing too. And finding the ones that you really do identify with, it was like, Oh, this is my stuff, you know. Yeah, like having that spark is is different than than just being like, Oh, okay, that's nice. I, I can appreciate that. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Versus like, oh shit, I have to go look into this like yeah. immediately. Yeah. What was the uh the first Borges that you read? Oh I don't know, probably like Library of Babel. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was my first one. It was 
I think for a lot of people that read that story, it's like kind of life changing. Yeah, for sure. Just what was he doing? Like (laughs) (laughs) crazy. (laughs) So cool. Yeah, I remember kind of being like, is this like, well, well, not with that one in particular, but like some of his stories, I was like, is this real? Like, is this a real person that he's writing about? Oh, yeah. Very cool person. Our writer. Can we talk a little bit about psychedelics? Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, again, I don't want to spoil anything, but there is like um, a psychedelic experience that happens in the book. And I thought the way that you did it was a really nice line between like the the psychedelic experience that sometimes people describe where it's like this like really life-changing, like spiritual, like this is, I'm a new person. And then like the more like, you know, that was kind of just like a, a party experience or something like that. It, mm-hmm. it felt like it was a very, again, like nuanced thing that you were describing. What uh, made you want to include the psychedelics in the book? Um, it was a tough choice because I, f- I feel like it was really, I mean, that kind of a psychedelic scene can be very cheesy and, and really like unearned. And I definitely knew that going into it, but I, I, I don't know. That's a good question. (laughs) Why did I include it? I mean, I, I think it's like psychedelics in general are just, it's true of them that they, that they make you see things in different ways. And I think Joey needed a sort of push in that direction. Like she, she was growing and she was kind of learning, but she needed just like a little bit of help over the hump of like, um, of like, I'm a person in this world and everyone's just a person in this world. And, um, I don't have a ton of experience with psychedelics. The few times I've done them, I didn't really love it. Um, but I did get a sense of like, I understand something that's just right in front of me and it's been in front of me this whole time and I just refuse to see it. And that's, and that kind of profound moment coming from drugs is super cheesy, but it's also very like of that age. And I think it was also important given like Joey's sister and, um, kind of the battle she's going through with like her sister being an addict and like the like she feels like a hypocrite when she smokes weed or whatever I think it was important to like give her a little more of like um uh permission to make her own choices and not not be so tied down by what her sister has done with her life Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't have any psychedelic experiences because uh, I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't recommend. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I'm just like maybe if I was al- alone and did it, but. Yeah, I've heard so many different things. I've thought about maybe when I'm like really old, that would be a good, <laughs> good time. <Yeah. laughs> it's like, oh shit! I regret everything. <laughs> yeah, I guess it could go really bad. <laughs> Um, but I just feel like they're kind of in the zeitgeist right now. Like, it seems like they're kind of, I mean, at least I've read a couple of books that where they, they show up and, um, I'm, I'm working on something where I want to put a psychedelic scene in there, but again, like I've never actually taken them. And so mm-hmm. I've just been thinking a lot about like what goes into a scene like that. And 
I think what you said is really true. There's some ways that it can be done where it's just like, I don't know. It's, it's just not realistic. It's, it's, to me, it seems like a little bit too mystical. And, uh, yeah. Or like a shortcut. Yeah. 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 Like I need to kind of have a, a moment where the character changes and this is a way to do it. Right. Yeah. yeah. But it, this, I mean, this felt like really natural. It was sort of just like, okay, yeah, I mean, they, they would do this. But I hadn't thought about the fact that it, it is kind of an interesting um, juxtaposition between, like, what her sister has been experiencing and then her, like, relationship to, to these things. Yeah, I mean, was that um, something that you kind of struggled with to, to portray? Like addiction? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's hard because it's been done so poorly so many times and has been done as, like, a punchline or as just, like, an easy way to say, like, this person's a shithead. And so, yeah, I think it it required a little more care to, like, make sure she was respected as a person and, and like had a life that led her there and it wasn't necessarily her fault i mean i think as adults you you need to take responsibility and you know she has a kid and stuff i'm not like giving her a pass but she did like suffer a lot and um and i think all addicts do and that's what drives them to addiction so um but being an outsider or being close with someone who's an addict is, I think, just kind of an impossible spot to, you can't help them and you can't ignore it. Well, and I think at one point, uh, Joey says something along those lines about that she can't make her sister's decisions. Mm -hmm. And I thought that that was a really nice thing to include in the book because I think that's something that you hear a lot when it comes to addiction, but it's, it's just true. I think including that, reinforces the the importance of it yeah sometimes cliches are just true like they're just the truest thing possible it's, it's so annoying but <laughs> yeah it's true and that, yeah i like when i when i see something like that come up uh in a book to me it actually makes me feel a little bit more freedom with writing because it was sort of like oh yeah you can just because someone's heard something before doesn't make it less true you can still include that in a work of art yeah and it you know joey's coming to that for herself she wasn't you know reading any alan on stuff or whatever like she's yeah. just discovering that for herself for the first time realizing for yourself that something is true is very different from just kind of like hearing it all the time yeah hearing it and being like oh yes good point <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah exactly uh how has it been uh now that the book is released is there any moments that have been like a favorite well, my three-year-old came to my reading at Pals. That was a cool moment. Um, just, just a fun thing. I don't know. He's like, "Mommy's talking." <laughs> uh, that's probably my favorite thing. But yeah, everything's been good. It's been yeah, like, feels warmly received or whatever. Yeah. Well, uh, again, I, I really liked reading the book, and um, it's a pleasure to get to talk to you about it. It's probably my favorite thing I've read this year, to be honest. Oh, awesome. That's awesome to hear. Thank you so much for inviting me to do this. One last question. What's something that you read recently that you really enjoyed and something you've been listening to? Uh, you know what I read recently? Bud Smith, Teenagers. 
Oh, awesome. Have you read that? Yeah, that was yeah. that was fantastic. My wife is reading yeah. it now. Oh, cool. Yeah, I really liked it. I've been listening to um, Fiona Apple, Fetch the Bolt Cutters again. Just like really into that. Um, yeah, 